What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. All right, Keenan, I'm leaving the podcast in your hands. Now, remember, you know the rules. No bitches after 11. All right. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz route on the mic. You got cannabis keen and he's all right. Caitlin is giving out she can give and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. This is real buzz takes with the real buzz crew. Welcome to yet another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz crew. I am Real Buzz Rob. They always freak out when you leave the scene of an accident, you know? <laughs> and to my left, we have Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Cannibal, a.k.a. Cannabis Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. So what I'm going to do is piss and moan like an impotent jerk and then bend over and take it up the tailpipe. Whoa. I figured in honor of this film, we would do uh, Jim Carrey drops. That That works. Uh, I, I was thinking of something, actually, as you were saying, we are the Real Buzz crew. When it's just us two, which it is from time to time, as it is today. The Real Buzz duo? No, just the Real Buzz two. Oh, that's way better. Yeah, Noted. Yeah, real, we are the Real Buzz two. I like that. Noted. We're going to do that from now on. All right. We'll see if we remember that the next time that it's just the two of us. Yeah, I know. So it's weird because we're recording on a Thursday. We normally record on Sundays. because This you, might be the first Thursday recording. It's definitely not the first one. Really? No, we maybe once one or two other ones, but because okay. um, you and Caitlin are going to be out of town this weekend, I think both of you. Yeah, not together. Well, but, uh, sorry, that, yeah. I didn't mean to infer that. <laughs> Each one of you will be out of town with their respective significant others separately. Uh, yes, yes, I yeah, I'm going to good old Hannibal, Missouri, home of Mark Twain, and uh, apparently some caves and uh, a brewery. So I'm going to check that stuff out. From what I hear, there's a you- winery attached to a cave, which sounds dangerous to me, but I'm I'm interested in it. Like are people like getting wine drunk and going spelunking? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, you can go, you know, on the wine tasting tour, but you might not come back. Yeah, I I've never understood. Uh, maybe it's because I have a claustrophobia issue, but I've never understood the desire for people to drop down into caves and then find their way back out again. No, me neither. It just don't get me. I mean, I I maybe I just don't have a sense of adventure like other people do. You know, because I've seen too many movies where people get stuck in caves and then they can't get out and they just fucking starve to death. Yeah, yeah, that would not be fun. I no. mean, I'm all down for going into a cave, exploring yeah, in around caves. for a little bit. But when it comes to going, like, crawling down under spaces, like, you know, I don't want to get caved in, like, some, you know. Literally. Yeah, Chilean people, I've like seen, the I've, miners that were oh, caved yeah. in not too long ago. I've seen some stalagmites in my time. Stalagmites. Whatever it is. And stalactites. Stalagmites. What did I say? I don't know. Stalagmites. <laughs> it wasn't right, whatever it was. <laughs> well, think about at the, uh, the winery cave tours, how many, like... That would be like where a lot of drunk Karens just go missing. Like it's a, one it's would hope. a cave haunted by drunk Karens. Oh, wouldn't that be the worst? Yeah, that would be the worst cave to go to. The cave of judgment. Mask, no thank you. <laughs> That's kind of like a ghost Karen voice. I, I get what you're going Okay, for. all right, yeah, just yeah, checking. Yeah, yeah. 
I need to speak to the manager. <laughs> Put your dog on a leash. Do you have a poop bug? Oh, God. Anyway, the movie we are reviewing today is Me, Myself, and Irene. No caves in it. No, that was just a random one off. Yeah, there this, you go. That was, yes. The yeah. uh, release date was 6-23-2000, the millennium. <laughs> Some would call it the Willennium. Will Smith would, anyway. Did he make a record called Willennium? Yeah. Was that after Big Willie style? I believe so. The follow-up wasn't as good as Big Willie style. No, but it did have something on it. Don't ask me what. Was it just the two of us? Well, maybe Will 2K. Was that a song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe that was big. Okay. All right, anyway. Uh, director, there were two of them. They were the Farrelly brothers, as in this movie was Farrelly decent. <laughs> Ooh. Before this, they actually have a great resume, though, uh, from a directorial standpoint. Before this, they did Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, Something About Mary, Three fantastic '90s, yeah. early 2000s comedies. No, all '90s, I think, actually. Yeah, those. Well, I mean, Mary was '99. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good point. <laughs> uh, after this, uh, known for I didn't realize this one, Osmosis Jones, that Chris Tucker animated. Yeah, I, I mean, I never saw it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know if I ever. I think I saw parts of it. He's like in the body. He's a little yeah. blue thing in the body. It, it's it's like a glorified episode of the Magic School Bus, but with Chris Tucker as like an go. amoeba. Yeah, there you go. An amoeba that plays a cop. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 Shallow Hell, Stuck on You, Fever Pitch, The Heartbreak Kid, and fuck, I, I, whenever I abbreviate things, I don't remember them. It pisses me off. Oh, Dumb and Dumber <laughs> and Dumb and Dumber 2. So Dumb and Dumber-er? No, no, no. No, no, no. They didn't do that one. That one was shitty, and it was awful. They did the literal sequel with the, the two original actors, Dumb okay. and Dumber T.O. But they did the original Dumb and Dumber as well? Correct. Okay, cool. They didn't do that really shitty one with What's-His-Face from... The CSI shows, yeah, no, blonde guy. About, yeah. I can't think of his. He we, he was in not another teen movie. We talked about him. Um, yeah, no, but shout out to that movie, The Heartbreak Kid. That's uh, I don't know if a lot of people have seen that. It's got Ben Stiller in it. It's it is underrated. Funny. Yeah, it's a lit. It's too long. Yeah, it is a little too long. Well, I mean, all of their movies seem to be about two hours long. That one, I think, I think that one was Mary's about two hours. Yeah, too. and I think that's a little too long too. Yeah, I think this movie's a little too long. Yeah, I think the Farrelly Brothers, where if there was one. Thing I would critique about their directing uh, style is that they could trim some more fat off their movies. The Heartbreak Kid, I think, was like two hours 15. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah. It was I like, haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember thinking it was real funny. I remember thinking it was the first time I saw Danny McBride in a film. Oh, yeah. He's the brother. He's the brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, brother of whatever her name is. Michelle Monaghan. Anyway. Cast. Uh, starring Jim Carrey as Charlie Bailey Gates slash Hank. Weird last name. I like it. I think Bailey it fits. Gates. Bailey Gates. <laughs> it reminds me of that, uh, oh, what, whatever that YouTube video is, Old Greg. I like Bailey's. Oh, Bailey, no, no, no. Uh, Are you talking about uh, Salad Fingers? Well, no, that's Salad Fingers, but Old Greg's another, it's a weird thing. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Renee Zellweger as Irene Waters, Chris Cooper as Lieutenant Gerke, and then I did Richard Jenkins as the fourth as Agent Beauchene. Honorable mention to Anthony Anderson as Jamal. And then uh, another appearance by Robert Forster as Colonel Partington. Back to back. Yeah. Yeah. More than we could say for you, Caitlin. Well, in her defense, we're doing it on a Thursday. That's true. It's not, I, don't think, I think she would be here if she didn't have, you know, she had to take care of her kid and whatnot. That's fair. All right. I'll allow it. Moving on. Jim Carrey, before this known for, he had quite the fucking run in the 90s, man. Just hit after hit. Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Batman Forever, Ace Ventura 2, Cable Guy, Liar Liar, The Truman Show, Simon Birch. I don't remember him being in that movie. Simon Birch? 
That's what it says. It says older. Maybe it was a small role. Yeah, probably so. I don't. Yeah. It was the older main character, I think. I. Who, I who who's Simon's friend? I kind of remember this now. I've said on this podcast that I used to watch that movie a shit ton, but I still don't remember him. Apparently not enough. Yeah, I guess not. And then a very underrated film that not many people have seen, Man on the Moon. No, I haven't, but it's uh, it's Andy Kaufman or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. 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 He, he poured, It's a biopic, sort of. It, it's really kind of a picture about a certain lo- a part of Andy Kaufman's life and then the end of his life. It was funny because you, you're familiar with Andy Kaufman's history where he would write a joke so long and people would think like, he, he would go so far with it that whenever someone he would tell someone something that was true, they wouldn't believe him. Yeah. So when he told you know his family and friends he had cancer, they all thought it was a, a, a fucking joke till, till he died. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like, uh, what's the old saying? Uh, the boy, boy who, who cries, cries wolf. wolf. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Should have listened to Aesop's fables, you know? Yeah, slow and steady wins the race, Andy Kaufman. That's right. That's right. After this, known for... Um, I didn't do all of his movies because I only did the highlights, ones that were good, I think, that were hits. Bruce Almighty, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Yes Man, and Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to the number 23. That's a weird fucking movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what's his fucking name? Top Secrets? That's his fucking pseudonym that he writes under? Oh, I don't remember that. So it, I only saw it once. No, that's the big reveal. Top Secrets was the pseudonym he wrote. Top Secrets. And, it, and it's just <laughs> Top Secrets. Top Secrets. Dun, dun, dun. So bad. That is terrible. So bad. And it's got secrets. it's got what's his face's sister in it. Um, oh fuck! I just watched a movie them the other day. Can, Michael Madsen's sister. You would recognize her. I didn't know Michael. She Madsen was. Had she's a the main sister. character in Candyman. I've never seen Candyman. Oh well, okay. I know who the Candyman is though. Yeah, scary guy. Yeah, Candyman can. Because he mixes it with love and makes the world taste good. <laughs> All right. Renee Zellweger. Before this, known for one of her early films, her first role was uh, an extra in Dazed and Confused. She played Girl in Blue Truck. I will go back. I, I've seen that movie a lot. I've been meaning to watch it again. But Apparently, you can see her in a couple of shots. I'll look for her. Then she also did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Next Generation. She starred in that with uh, Matthew McConaughey. That, never saw it. I kind of want to now, though. Yeah, now that I know both of them are in it. Uh, I think where she first came to claim to fame was Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah. She then did a movie called Nurse Betty, which not a lot of people have seen. It's actually pretty good. After this, known for the 17,000 Bridget Jones, I'm pregnant, I fucked another guy, I have another boyfriend movies. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, they just kept making those, huh? Bridget Jones gets a dog. (laughs) Bridget Jones, New Diary, Part 2. Yeah, uh, anyway. A British love affair, Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones, is she going to go with Colin Firth or Hugh Or what's the other guy's name? Hugh Hefner. Hugh (laughs) Not Hugh Jackman. Uh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, yeah. He's, she's going to be one of his prostitutes. Bridget Jones gets her period. Jeez. I mean, they made so many of them. Yeah, might as well. Huh? Uh, okay, then Chicago, Cold Mountain, Cinderella Man, low-key one of her best performances. I don't know if you've seen Cinderella Man. No, but I've seen Cold Mountain. She's really good in that. She won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for that film. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I do know that. Yeah, that's a good movie. I don't like period pieces. Yeah, he keeps saying that. I stick it's, to my guns. It's kind of like the Odyssey set in the Civil War. Yeah, that so, sounds awful. Yeah, you wouldn't. I like don't it like it at, it at all. all. You wouldn't, yeah. Uh, also known for Leatherheads and most recently known for Judy, that biopic about Judy Garland. All right, let's just get it, let's get it out of the way here. 
Because I think she said that she hasn't had plastic surgery. She definitely has. She looks zero like she does in this movie. Oh, now she's she had looks nothing tremendous like she amounts of plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. What she says, be damned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just watched this movie, and then I went through, and before that, went through IMDb and saw photos of her within the last year. Yeah. It's shocking. She's been augmented. Yeah, she looks nothing like she and did. That's not me judging her by any means. I would too if I if I was in the spotlight and I was a female and I was aging. I would absolutely feel pressure to get you know augmentation done to keep people. Women in this industry are kind of kicked out at an early age because they age out so early. Like if you're not 25, you're not getting roles. While that's ridiculous, I understand why they would feel like they need to stay young. So I get it. There's no judgment here. But she's definitely had plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> get that out of the way. Moving on. After my plastic surgery rant, Chris Cooper. Before this, the first thing I remember him in, he had a lot of credits before this, but the first thing I remember seeing him in was October Sky. Oh, fuck. I forgot all about that movie. Jake Jeezy's, one of Jake Jeezy's early yeah, roles. Trying to make a rocket. Make a rocket up to the sky. That's and right. In a coal mining in town. O- in October. Yep. There you go. Also, it's fall. It is. And the rocket falls. <laughs> a few times. Yeah, yeah. Quite a few times before they succeed. Is Toby um, Maguire in that? I'm sorry. Yeah, he is, I think. All right, all right. I believe he is. He also, uh, what I remember, man, it was American Beauty. He was the uh, homophobic homosexual who ends up killing Kevin Spacey at the end for being gay. Or no, for th- because he thought he was gay. I need to see American Beauty. You haven't seen American Beauty? I mean, I've seen it, but it's been a long fucking time. I remember watching it as a kid because uh, uh, Mina Savari uh, shows her boobs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was was like 12, and I'm like, what? Because at the American Pie, I was like, she shows her boobs. So I watched the entire film, which is an art house film, just waiting, and it happens right at the end. And when I was 12, I was super pissed because, like, God (laughs) damn it, it wasn't worth it. I watched two hours of this, and the boob scene was like 20 seconds. So just not even enjoying the movie, just sitting there just waiting, watching, waiting what, for a nipple. When's it going to pop out? This was before there was like DVR and shit, so I yeah. had to like sit through it. Had it been 10 minutes into the movie, you would have just turned the movie off. Oh, hell gone, yeah. Gone about your day. Oh, if it had been yeah. 10 minutes, I'd be like, that was totally worth it. Yeah. This was before Mr. Skin or whatever, too, where you could have just... Uh, well, before uh, I knew how to access it. I don't know if it was before. Yeah, yeah, who knows when it... Which, I only learned about that because that movie knocked up. You, no, I knew about it way before that. No, I, when they were talking about their idea, and Paul Rudd's like, well, that's already an idea. It's Mr. Skins. Like, oh, damn it. Yeah. We gotta scrap this whole thing. Yeah. Anyway. After this, he's known for The Patriot. Uh, even though Mel Gibson's been canceled, that's a good movie. He's kind of been uncanceled now. A little bit. I, yeah. I, I actually watched The Patriot. The Jews have too, forgiven him. I don't think so. Well, okay. He's getting roles. <laughs> um, yeah, and some weird fucking movies. But I watched The Patriot not too terribly long ago. It's a good movie. It's, yeah, but it's not as great as I remember it being. Probably because you're a history major and it's not all that historically accurate, I'd imagine. Well, maybe that's it. I don't know. I love it. When he's I mean, I, I enjoy the movie. Don't oh, I love wrong. it. Yeah. It's like the first, re- it's the only Revolutionary War movie that's also an action movie. Oh, yeah. and it, there's It's, some, there's di- it's Die Hard set in the Revolutionary War. Well, let's do it on the podcast. He is Bruce Willis. He is going around in a circular area in a forest and murking like, I don't know. It was like a whole fucking, yeah, it was like a, a whole column. I don't know, it's a, not a battalion maybe, but maybe like a uh, whatever's less than a battalion. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not platoon? the military. Sure. I, I, no, no. I think platoon, well, maybe a platoon is a little. I don't know. Fuck I don't it. know. So, just, it was a lot of British soldiers. Yeah, a lot of, he murks a lot of people. Makes what? his like five-year-old and seven-year-old kids murk some people too. I know. Yeah. Well, that's what you had to do back then, man. That's just the way it was. Yeah, man. You you fuck your bar mitzvah. You were a man at five when you shot your first red coat. Amen. 
Uh, also in <laughs> yeah, the Born Identity. Well, the Born uh, uh, the Born sequel too, but it was like a cameo. I uh, just watched the Born sequel the other night too. This, the Born Supremacy, or no? Is it the yeah Supremacy? Supremacy? I think. Yeah, Supremacy. That's pretty good. Yeah. Ultimatum is the last one. They definitely blend together. If I'm not, if I'm being honest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not bad movies. No, yeah. They definitely blend together. Very similar. Yeah. A lot of a very fast-paced kung fu fighting action. Yeah, and confusing plot lines. Can, and confusing, jo- like a jolting scene shot. I mean, just yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes you motion sick. Huh? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, the action. First time I saw Clive Owen was the Born Identity. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about Clive Owen earlier today. He would have been a good James Bond. Hmm. I don't he, know. He was in the running with Daniel Craig. Glad they went with Craig. See, I would have been interested to see. I mean, I would absolutely I'd watch now. It. I'm all for Daniel Craig. No, no, no I yeah. agree. I, in retrospect, if you said it's between them, I think either one of them would have done well. I don't think. I think Craig's my favorite Bond, other than Connery. Fair enough. That's a fair point. Anyway, moving on. Uh, also in Capote, The Kingdom, The Town, and Live by Night, which was that really, really uh, not so great Affleck directed. It's the last thing he directed. It, 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 was, it was all right. It was long. Yeah. I didn't think it was bad, but it was long. It got shit on by the it's critics. Kind of a period piece. No, no, no. But there was TV around. Well, no, there wasn't, though. Because it's like in the 40s. Yeah. I think TV was just about to come around. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot your TV room. It's fringe. Yeah. It's fringe. It's close. If it's, got, if it's got Ben Affleck in it, I'm in. All right. There you go. If Ben Affleck does a fucking revolutionary... Well, that being said, though, I said I love the Patriot. That's a period piece. Fair enough. There are exceptions. That's true. Exceptions to every rule. There are exceptions to every rule. All right, Richard Jenkins. Again, um, he was a lot of stuff. had a ton of credits, but I just started with what I remember him seeing in first. And I remember being in There's Something About Mary. Then he was in... that. You remember that movie, What Planet Are You From? No, I don't think I ever saw that. It was with that weird comedian with a funny face. I know that helps nothing, <laughs> so I'm going to keep going. Carrot head? Nope, close. Kind of uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, Probably ab- sure. No. All right, that's the end of my guesses. After this, known for Changing Lanes, Stealing Harvard. You remember him Stealing Harvard? I never saw Stealing Harvard. Oh, then me referencing what he is will be nothing to you. <laughs> yeah. He's the guy who basically spoons with people who breaks into his house and makes him take pictures with him dressed as his wife, his dead wife. Well, that's pretty fucking weird, huh? It's supposed to be funny. It so does is sound there a scene fucked with up. Him that, and Tom Green spooning. Not Tom Green. The other guy, uh, Jer- Jason Lee. Okay. Also in the core, Intolerable Cruelty, The Kingdom, Step Brothers, which I think is his probably his, his most well known role. Yeah. Burn after reading. That might be too. That's ha- a good movie. Hall pass. Loved him in the Rum Diary. The cabin in the woods. Killing them softly. Loved him and killing him softly as well. Kong, Skull Island, and then also was in that The Shape of Water, which I still can't believe won Best Picture a couple years ago. I still haven't seen that. Lady fucks a fish. There's like a graphic sex scene with a fish and then a lady? I don't know if I call it graphic. They, I mean, they, it's, it's very sensual. You know what would have been funny is if uh, cartoon Kanye West came in and he was like, <laughs> Motherfucking gay what fish! Is, what is funny about this? It's a fish dick. It's not funny. Why do you like fish dicks? I, like to, I love them. I like to put them in my mouth. Yeah. Then you're a gay fish. Yeah. Anyway. I still jokes, man. I can't shit. I shit on myself, man. Is that Carlos My Mencia? dick don't work. Yeah, that's when they're beating him up in that. Or as Rogan calls him Carlos Menstelia. Yeah. They have bad blood, man. Men steal your jokes? Yeah, that's what it means. I think yeah. that's what he's inferring. Yeah. Oh. Mind of Mencia was a terrible show. Yeah, I don't know why so many people loved it. I don't think Carlos Mencia is funny. I've never thought he was funny, but he was one of the biggest comics for like eight years. For, for But apparently he was stealing jokes, huh? Yeah, that's why you don't hear about him anymore. That's true. 
He was jacking jokes. He's a joke jacker. Joke jacker. <laughs> All right. Specs and deeds. Yes, indeed. Runtime on this movie was 116 minutes. Should have been probably 10 minutes less. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yep. They could have cut out. I mean, a lot of the Hank stuff was really fucking funny, but oh, they could have cut was, out some of it. Hank's dialogue, if you paid attention, was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well, I was watching it with subtitles, and I was glad I did. Uh, sometimes it would spoil it because, you know, you read You'd ahead read a little before bit. It, yeah. But sometimes it, it, like, he delivers it so fast and, like, he enunciates really well, but it's, if it's you, just so if quick. You blink, it's so manic. It, yeah. yeah. So I was glad I was reading it. He's like, oh, you're an earthquake and uh, you're on the fringe of a, a, a fault line. Like, he's, he's about to fight. It's so funny. Yeah. It's dialogue is so good. Wait, I, I wrote one down here. Just because I rock doesn't mean I'm made of stone. I don't. I feel like we're the same mind sometimes. <laughs> Did you just write that? Because I rock it? doesn't mean I'm made of stone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so fucking good. Uh, budget was $51 million. <laughs> $51 million, huh? Opened at $24.5 million. I wonder how much went to that fake chin at the end. Not that much. Didn't look that <laughs> yeah, good. It didn't look fifty bucks. It probably did before HD days, but yeah, in the HD days could it be did true. Not look good before, yeah, when things were still filmed on film, like you could tell this movie was. Yeah, not digitally. Uh, opened at twenty four point five million, grossed ninety point five million domestically, one hundred and fifty million globally. Right. So this movie that made its money back three times over. Jim Carrey. I mean, he he would have drawn, and it's an R-rated Jim Carrey movie, too. Not many of those. Well, that's not true, actually. There are more and more now. Nowadays, but at that point, I mean, Ace Ventura and all that shit's like PG, PG-13. Dumb and Dumber right? was yeah. PG-13. Oh, no, Ace Ventura was PG-13, both of them. I wonder in if... The, in the very, in like the first five minutes of the first movie, he's getting a blowjob from one of his clients. That's fair. But it was, they weren't R, were they? Oh, PG-13. I wonder if this was his first rated R movie. That's a great question. It could have been. I wonder if it was because that would have that would explain why. I mean, a, a Jim Carrey movie getting you know one hundred and fifty million dollars. Maybe that's because it's rated R. Yeah, and I thought it was weird seeing almost like the Deadpool effect. Exactly, and yeah. I thought it was weird when he was sitting on the bed like. At one point, waving the dildo around. I was like, you know. You Which really time? Said, he does that a lot. Right. Well, the first time, I guess. He's like, did you have fun with me last night? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a Jim. I mean, who can do a Jim? No Carrey? one can. Only Jim Carrey can do Jim Carrey. But, uh, like, I thought it was weird seeing that. And, like, some of the shit he says. I was like, yeah, it's kind of out of place for Jim Carrey. Badger clean. Price check on Badger clean. <laughs> we got a customer up here. She's baking a loaf of bread, and I think it's sourdough. <laughs> so gross, man. Put a rush on that. What's up there, Q-tip? Is that something I said? Like, Jesus, man. He's offensive. He's Wrong offensive. answer. And the name's Hank, fuckface. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into the next Yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. We're going too fast. All right, plot keywords. First one uh, is erection visible through clothing. <laughs> How is that a fucking plot keyword, man? You don't, remem you don't remember the scene where he's in no, the- I, No, I remember the scene, but I, I, it makes me laugh that that is something on IMDb no. that's considered a plot keyword. Because only weird guys put in these plot I keywords. I guess so. But yeah, that- that's quite the erection he has. It is, but the only, I feel like the whole time I'm thinking, man, those jeans are really tight on him. Why is he wearing such tight jeans? And then that scene comes along. He's like, I think his wardrobe was designed for that one joke. For that specific joke? Yes. Well, and then there's also the joke where he's taking the piss. <laughs> and he's, oh, in the back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But what does that do to his tight jeans? Uh, I, no, I'm just saying. I mean, well, I guess not. <laughs> he's just wearing his tidy whities then. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, second plot keyword was multiple personality. Makes sense. Fair. Three was cow. Yeah. Actually, the cow the cow joke lasted forever, and it was really funny. Yeah, I, I have a note about the cow joke. Uh, four was <laughs> albino. And then five was strong female character. Mm. 
You know, I'm glad that's there because I got to say, Rennell Zellweger. Rennell Zellweger. <laughs> if we could say her fucking name. Uh, she doesn't suck in this movie. No, she's pretty I, good. I think she does a great job in this movie. Yeah, uh, definitely had a nipple fluffer for this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely a nipple fluffer. For sure. Someone but with ice also, cubes on the right side, right out, right on the side of the yeah. set. But when she's like, yeah, these are all mine, it's like, I have bigger tits than she does, Yeah, man. Her, like, I don't know. Like, their tits definitely aren't. Like, don't get me wrong. They, they look great. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, they need to be bigger, but they definitely weren't. I mean, if they, if, if she had gotten a boob job, I don't know what they looked like before. I, I think that's part of the joke, though, because she hadn't actually got a boob job. And that's yeah. why she's like, believe it or not, these are all mine. That was the one part of her story that, was, that he didn't get right. Yeah, that he didn't call out perfectly, yeah. yeah. Uh, taglines. There was one, and it was it was good. It was fine. From gentle to mental. All right. Hey, we didn't do net worth though. We should go back and do that. Yeah, because I want to do that. From gentle to mental. That's an all right one. All right, net worth. We'll go back in reverse order. A lot of you know, if you can make it rhyme, I guess that's what I've noticed with these. If you yeah, make them rhyme, they, they green light them. People like rhymes. It kind of sews everything up nicely. Yeah, you can turn it into a jingle or a jam. So let's start with Richard Jenkins. What you thinkings for Richard Jenkins? Uh, uh, <laughs> no one's going to know down except for maybe Jackie Brown. There you go. Uh, I'll say, I don't know. He's, he, I mean, he's been around for a while. Quite a while. Uh, actually, I was just watching a movie with him and Cher the other night. I didn't finish it. I was, like I was Cher of Sonny and Cher? Yeah. Uh, like from nineteen seventy four, it's like the eighties. Witches of Eastwick. Jack Nicholson was. In oh, it. I didn't finish it, but he's been around for a long fucking time. He has, and just like I was in this movie, when I was shocked when I saw his name pop up, like I didn't remember him being in this. Sure, and I was shocked when I saw his name pop up in that. Anyway, I'll say twenty five million dollars. He's undervalued. He's only worth eight. That makes sense, though. I, he's just been around if for so long. that makes sense, why did you guess 25? Well, I don't know, because he's been around for so long. <laughs> 100 million, he's worth four. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I didn't guess it. I mean, anyway. All right, Chris Cooper, who, by the way, is also an alum of uh, University of Missouri. Isn't he from KC? I don't know. I just know he graduated Mizzou. I think he's from Kansas City. Okay, uh, that's great. So, anyway, I hope he's worth 100 mil, but I'm going to guess he's worth 12. Close, uh, 10. All right. All so, right. That, that's not bad for Chris Coops. I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's good for him. All right, moving on to Ronell Zellweger. Renee oh, Zellweger. 50. Damn, close, dude. Uh, 60. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I figured she's worth some money. Here's the million dollar question Jim Carrey. Ooh, that is a, the million dollar question. Is that a hint? One million dollars. <laughs> One million. No, Dr. Evil. Uh, it's worth a, a little more than that. A hundred million. More? 200 million. Less. 175 million. 180. 180. Damn, I almost said 180, but I was like, I'll keep it on the. All right. You know, I, I'm not saying he's undervalued by any means. I was surprised that it wasn't more. Well, $180 million is more money than any one person yeah, should ever Yeah, that's a lot need. of money. I, I won't say undervalued. He's, he's doing good. So I was having this conversation with my cousin earlier today about. Um, ethics and the amount of money one person should be able to have because the foundations like the founding principles of America is that given your abilities, you should be able to earn whatever you're able to earn up to an infinite amount. So you look at someone with like Jeff Bezos during this pandemic, he has earned a trillion dollars. He has a trillion dollars in my mind. Anyone, any one individual who has a trillion dollars is that's wildly unethical. That's worth more than most countries. 
Yeah, that's a lot of money. Anyways, that's just thinking that. Like, sorry, I was thinking like 180 million. Surprise, surprise, wasn't more. It's like no, it's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Yeah, comrade Rob. Is is that is that communist? <laughs> it's a lot communist, but you know. I don't know. I, well, I'm not saying. I'm just saying it doesn't have to go back to the people. Just tax anything after a certain amount, of, like sixty percent. Yeah. Yeah. Is that communist? And it's a little communist. All right. <laughs> I won't go into capitalism and all that stuff. Don't for put you. me don't don't blacklist me, America. Don't I don't hope I don't fucking end up in the gulag somewhere. At this point, yeah, and, and that's the scary thing. You fucking might with Trump's secret police and shit. I'm sure that's out there. Well, no, it's cool. I'm white, Keenan. Oh, that's true. You're yeah. safe. Uh, we don't need secret police. No, 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 no. In this in Amer- that's the thing. In America, if you're white, you're probably okay. If you're anything else though, yeah, look out for that secret police. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, so we're going down to the Canopsis now. So are you oh, ready? Shit, are yeah. you ready for your Canopsis, Cannabis Keenan? I am. All right, here we go. Jim Carrey is Charlie Bailey Gates, a nice guy Rhode Island cop who is the definition of a nice guy. I guess I forgot I wrote that already. After getting walked over Can't by skin, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, after getting walked over by everyone in his small town, Charlie fucking snaps and loot and lets out Hank, his inner demon. Charlie is given the final assignment of escorting pre plastic surgery Renee Zellweger from Rhode Rhode Island to New York. But he quickly finds that he not only has to fend off corrupt cops, but also himself in me myself and Irene. Fighting back a little bit of a cough at the end there. And, uh, What's a cough from? Uh, I've just had a cough for many years. Oh, why? Uh, smoking cigarettes. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Don't smoke them. I stopped. I quit. <laughs> What's that movie where he's like, I, I don't, I quit. I can't. Remember. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's a South Park thing. I forgot what it was. All right. Moving on to the Real Buzz Rundown. So I guess Keenan. We can say this is the portion of the podcast where we tell our, you know, our thoughts and our feelings about the film. Uh, I'd like to start with you, and I can sprinkle in uh, as uh, as you go along with my notes as well. All righty then. Uh, is that was that intentional? Yeah, it kind of was. I liked a it. Bit. I liked it. Um, hold on, I had a quiet had a quiet burp there. I wanted to make sure it didn't go into the microphone. Thanks for Mike and Jasoning that one. A uh, couple, couple coming. All right, uh, so I think that I've only ever seen this movie once, maybe twice before this time. So I didn't necessarily. I've probably seen it, it seven or eight times. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This wasn't one of the ones that uh, I watched a lot growing up because it was rated R. So I don't think my parents like it came out two thousand. I don't think I was allowed to see it when I was ten years old. Or were whatever. your parents L seven weenies? They t- made me an L seven weenie for sure. Okay. Uh, and then by the time I was old enough to see rated R movies, by the I just didn't care to go back, I guess, and watch this one. So I I, I definitely so, seen it before. Let, but hold on, let's break that down real quick. So how old were you? So you had to be seventeen to see a rated R film. No, I didn't have to be seventeen. I I would say by the time I was like thirteen, fourteen, they would probably start. What year was that? Watch. Twenty two thousand five, two thousand three, two thousand four. So the movie was fucking three years old. You you want to go back and watch I didn't it? Give a shit to go back and watch it. I okay, guess. just check. It wasn't on my list. Of, I don't know. All right. One of the things, though, I think I had seen it, like, bits of it when I wasn't supposed to, because I always remembered the, uh, when he says, come here, my little pussy fart, or whatever he <laughs> That's says. one of my least favorite lines. Like, oh, yeah. I, Hank is really funny throughout the entire film, but the one the one line where I'm like, ugh, 
It's like, <laughs> come here. That's the one line for you? Yeah, no, I'm great with everything else. <laughs> it's the, the pussy fart thing. Like, ugh, uh, well, God. So I always remember that. I guess it stood out to me, too, because I remember that. And then, I so I was waiting for it the whole time in this movie, and it doesn't come to until the end. pretty much the very, very end. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so just going through my notes as the movie was going along, um, I'll say that the... <laughs> When they're doing the flashback or whatever, and it shows him, and I can't remember his first girlfriend's name slash wife uh, who leaves him, but uh, when they're on the beach and they're wearing the t-shirts of each other's faces, yeah, I would pay for one of the Jim Carrey t-shirts that, that with she's the face wearing. he was making. Yeah, yeah dude, he's got that the mustache. So it's really funny. Funny, and then just that's uh, that's that trailer girl that I, I told you story about who was in the a trailer. Um, her name's trailer. Yeah, we went through oh, this before. Yeah, yeah, it's that okay. same broad. She was in Dirty <laughs> Jobs, or not Dirty Jobs. I can't fucking with Mike Rowe. No, not that stupid <laughs> show. That it was uh, Chris Farley's last movie. She plays Love Interest oh, yeah, at Norm yeah, Macdonald, yeah. and okay. yeah, trailer something like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Reynolds dated her for a while. He may have been dating her at this time. And, okay. Well, and, no, anyways, no. yeah, but it, that's the actress. I mean, she's attractive. Very. Yeah, very attractive. But that that shirt she was wearing was cracking me up. And then I liked that when she left him, she was wearing a shirt of the uh, other, other guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, and I also like that. Uh, I guess. Kind of like in Face Off, to signify a passage of time, they were showing that he had a mustache back in the day. And they just didn't. Yeah, but not only him, just everyone on the police force. <laughs> like in that barbecue, every single guy in the backyard has a fucking mustache. And a lot of them looked pretty fake. Like, uh, yeah. definitely the guy who Robert played... Forster's looked very fake. Yeah, and the guy that played Finnerin, who was yeah. always giving him Finnerman. shit. Finnerman. Yeah, yeah Finnerman. Uh, his looked super fake, too. But Jim Carrey's might have been real, but... <laughs> Finnerman was such a fucking douchebag. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my notes. That guy just fucking sucks. Like... I mean, yeah, he's being a cop trying to catch Charlie, but he's just a douchebag. And Charlie maybe shouldn't have trusted, but still, fuck that guy. No, I think I think what the, what we need to talk about is Charlie as a character, his naive. Like, does he? The guy who's being a dick to him the entire movie is the one guy he trusts with important information. Yeah, no, well, and it kind of goes to it because at one point when they're on the run, uh, him and Zellweger at the beginning or whatever, or when they're first kind of on the run, he's like, "Yeah, let's go and tell the police." everything about it so you know his character like believes in the police and stuff like that but still he's very naive he should already know that that guy's a douche but there's gotta be he doesn't have was in charge he doesn't have a yeah right if he he doesn't have one better friend on the forest than that fucking guy yeah go to robert forster i mean why is he not going directly to robert forster or the the lady that uh, that lady liked him yeah the lady clearly liked him they don't give her a name ever i don't think don't think they do try to call her officer lady but you know Hey, let it. Anyway, moving on before <laughs> I saw you start to laugh, I would move on before anything comes out. You know? Yeah, it's probably best. But I, at 20 minutes into, I think it takes about 20 minutes into this movie before he first snaps and Hank comes out. And by that time, I was like relieved. I'm like, I'm surprised it took him this fucking long to snap. But then quickly thereafter, oh. I was like, oh man, and he's like drowning the kid and all that <laughs> shit. And then one of the wrong most, answer. Yeah. And the name's Hank, fuckface. Yeah. One of the most. Like, one of the things that is just the most graphic, I guess, I, I'm struggling for a term, I guess, vile things that he does, is when that mom's breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. And then it, the baby's no, there. The graphic is you know, right. It's pretty graphic. And he's sucking on it. It's like, what the fuck, man? Well, it's just a callback to the barbershop guys just right, oogling yeah. over her, her tetas. Well, yeah. So it, it, Come on, it, guys. She's a mom. It is a pretty good way that they, they show how he gets fucked with it. By all of these people, and then he goes back and just fucks with all of them. Uh, Charlie, you're right. The law is the law. Yeah. Parked your car for you. 
<laughs> Forgot to tell you. Head <laughs> got headlight. Got headlight out. <laughs> but I will. I mean, Hank. Pretty much every time Hank was on the fucking screen, I was laughing my ass off. I, I think it needs to be said that Jim Carrey, just from an acting perspective alone, was fantastic. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He played two different characters in this movie so well. It, it, they were wearing the same thing. They had the same face and the same haircut, but they were so you could. They were so different. By the end, when he's going back and forth constantly so like it's like when he was fighting himself yeah when he's fighting the best the, the physical humor it was in very the scene where he's fighting himself dude. and then throwing himself out of the car like oh my god it was so vaudevillian right so yeah. it was the, the the physical comedic acting he was doing was so fucking good yeah. and it was so vaudevillian he would he, he was fan he was so good that's some of the best physical humor oh ever. the best yeah, but he also exposed himself to a binge full of old ladies, so, you know, just... Uh, right, so it's just mixing, like, the classic form of entertainment with, you know... <laughs> Modern-day flashers. Modern, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah, for the... It's taking flashing into the 20th century. Exactly. It was the new millennium. It was the Bush years. <laughs> it was the Bush years. Yeah, those ladies probably saw his Bush. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's that probably deserves a boo. Uh, I wrote the pooping to soft serve ice cream cut. It was fun. Was, was See, like a bit. The fact that they kept him going uh, uh, for so long as the ice cream was dripping down. It's like, oh, fuck. So you were saying you thought it took him too long to break and snap. I'm, yeah, you should have snapped. The lady, snapped. the lady who cut me in line in the grocery store wouldn't make me snap. The guy whose dog continually shit in my lawn and stole my paper. That would make me snap. Well, it's funny you say that because I think just a couple notes here. I think that Hank is just what Raging Rob wants to be or might might become. Yeah. If we, if we don't get Raging Rob some help, it's gonna be I, Hank all over. It again. will, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna break into that fucking guy's house, break into the bathroom where his wife is shitting and reading my paper. I'm gonna slap that bitch and I'm gonna take my paper back and I'm gonna make him clean up all the shit in my yard because that, that's unacceptable, man. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, you know, maybe uh, one thing that dog shit in your cut yard. That part off. That's that's uh, that's prior. That's planned out. What what do they call that? That's Premeditated. Intent. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Premeditated. Now, if it ever happens, <laughs> cancel me. I said it here first. Oh uh, man. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I love Pumbaa shit in my yard. No, no, no. I'm let, you let your dog shit in your own yard. If someone else's dog is shitting in your yard regularly, that's unacceptable. Regularly. Regularly, regularly, yeah. Regularly, regularly. I have an art problem, dude. Fuck you. Okay. I took speech classes for it in elementary school. Oh, were you one of those? Like, you would have called me Wob. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, you would be Wob. It was worlds of fun. I couldn't say shit. Carrot, all that stuff. Carrot. I couldn't say it. Ah, uh, I thought I saw. A That's different. Sorry, I don't know what I was doing there. <laughs> El I, I did Elmer Fudd with Bugs Bunny. That was strange. Yeah, uh, I thought I saw a wabbit. That's somebody. No, that's I thought I saw a putty cat. That's Tweety. Okay, yeah, but anyway. oh no no, oh, I'm, sh I'm well, hunting wabbits. Hunting. Yeah, that's yeah. What all it right, is. we'll get there. Anyway, <laughs> then I just have a couple quotes here, I think, uh, which I thought was real funny. So the the son, shout out to Anthony Anderson. And, Very and funny. I, I don't know who they the were, other the, actors uh, bo were. Both but. actors were. One was named. Uh, I'm not kidding. His name's Mongo something. Okay. Um, and I believe that was the fit guy. The other, the the biggest one of them all was from old school. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he's the, the guy who Weensy. he's Weensy and old. Weensy. Yeah. If you lose, she showed me the knife. And he's real Weensy, funny. If you if you fuck this up, I'm gonna kill you. She showed me the knife. Yeah, he's real funny in that. Um, 
but anyway, when they they all talking shit to each other, it's pretty funny. And he's like, "Yeah, they'll they'll go to the store and I'll cook." And he's like, "Man, you thought you thought you got chipped me from a toothy blowjob?" And I thought that shit was funny as fuck. The, the, them shooting the shit and giving each other shit's really funny throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, fourteen thirty. You must have had a brain aneurysm on your SATs. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah they, so shout out to his sons. They they were all real funny. Um. We already kind of talked about the cow, but I did I did start laughing out loud after because when he was shooting it, I was like, "All right, this is a little bit much." But then he started pistol whipping it, and <laughs> choking like, it, choking it, putting his nose and fingers in the nostril, and it's just Jim Carrey's physical humor that I think makes that so. Yeah, funny. he's like, come, he's like talking to Ray, Renee Selweg, like, "Come on, help me out!" Yeah. And then the, the best part of that entire joke is when Richard Jenkins was he's gone crazy. We just heard someone deciding that said he killed a prized cow. Yeah. Luckily, the poor thing lived. Yeah, I know. Well, and then you see the cow. Like, at, if not at the very end, uh, in one of the post-credit scenes, uh, you see the cow. Uh-oh. That's just ice. One drink down. Well, I just put it by my foot. I got another quote here. The funky chicken was Charlie's dance. I'm more of a tango man myself. Uh, basically, of all ever, the lines you wrote down from Hank, that was one of them? That was one of them. That's I didn't, pretty ben- I I didn't write. Well, I thought it was funny. Uh, I didn't really write down any of his abhorrent lines abhorrent but lines. Th- those were the funniest lines the abhorrent I know, ones. I, don't, I didn't want them on my computer you know what i'm saying but they were all really funny and i was laughing to myself um i thought it was funny shout out to whitey who was known as milky at first uh this was that was the guy who it was his first acting role really he literally I feel like i've seen him in some stuff yeah he's been on tv it's the only film he's ever okay. been in uh but he was in an acting class and someone who knew the the Farrelly brothers they they knew they were looking for some kind of a guy like him, so they referenced him from the acting class, and that was his first gig. That's why he's just introducing. Oh, he was the introducing. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Um, but and he was pretty good, and I thought it was. No, funny. it's fine. He was actually his acting wasn't bad. Yeah, let alone you know it's very funny. I guess not very funny, but it pays off to be funny after he's like, yeah, I killed my family with a hammer, and Jim Carrey's like, uh, you know, families, huh? And it makes the holidays awkward. Yeah, man, they made me leave before I wanted to. That's a fucked up law, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah I mean, I guess they have to keep room for all the real psychos. Yeah. <laughs> but then at the end, you find out he didn't actually do it all, right. so that was good. So you had to kill again. Oh, I'd never killed anyone before. But um, it's also real funny when they, so Hank takes Whitey with him, but then they wake up on the ferry, and Charlie's like, oh, what's wrong with my chin? And they're like, oh, you know, you got a plastic surgeon or whatever. And Whitey's like, yeah, I helped to pay for it. And just Jim Carrey, like, freaking out, not knowing he was in the yeah, back. Yeah, physical comedy yeah, is so I mean, good. So fucking good. His physical man. comedy is top notch. Yeah. All right. So here's one thing that bothered me in the movie. When he's at the Coke machine, flash forward to there at the hotel. That fucking guy. Well, yeah. Also, that guy's a douchebag. I would. Who, who would ever do that in their life? <laughs> so I'd take what dollar fifty from you already, fuckface. Uh, I it burned you once, and but not once, but twice. Hey, you know, put another one in, man. I'm sure you'll get it this time. It's like, <laughs> oh, that fucking guy. I wanted to beat the shit out of that guy. A raging Rob is boiling up. Um, but w- what bothered me in that is that Charlie is pressing the third button down, which is a yellow fucking button. But I guess it turns out he broke the fucking machine anyway. But I, I don't know. It, how do you get a Coke with pressing that yellow button the whole time? I, I was wanting to see what that yellow fucking button so, was, and then it ended up being Coke. I, I think you, you, I, I think you're um, um, nitpicking, nit, 
nitpicking here. But yeah, so he does bring a Coke in, but then since he he may have been pushing a yellow button because he wanted something yellow, but he broke the machine and just brought a Coke in anyway because yeah. he said he was leaving to get a soda. Well, I wrote this before I knew he broke the machine and stuff like that. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Uh, you know. At the time, I, I kind of knew when he walked in, I was like, yeah, he's being Hank, but I still... It was weird that he turned to Hank for like 30 seconds and then turned back into Charlie. Well, he turned into Hank for 30 seconds and then off camera for the entire night while he was banging Renee Zellweger. Yeah, it's weird. The shifts are weird. Yeah. Well, anytime something happens to him, he turns into Hank. Yeah. It was all his repressed... Uh, anger. Yeah, anger. All right, so one of the things that I thought was real funny uh, that I wrote down is, I well, I don't think this is funny, but do you, do you remember Scooter from the movie? He was just one of the random guys at the hotel, and I can't even remember what they su- oh, say to yeah, him. Oh, yeah, I have this in my like, notes. Anna Kornikova's his girlfriend? Oh, that was Anna Kornikova? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, yeah, I that, said— That was an Anna Kornikova cameo, and Scooter's just this old kind of fat old guy with a gray beard, and that's why they're looking at him funny like, what? It's This is your boyfriend? Yeah, and he just winks. And I said, I want to see the spinoff of Scooter and his uh, girlfriend running that running that motel. Yeah, that's Anna Kornikova. All right, I definitely want to see the spinoff then. Well, I think there's something—I remember when I, was, when I was really young and, like, first— kind of being introduced into pornography, Anna Kornikova was a big deal. Like, it was like everyone wanted to see Anna Kornikova in her tennis skirt and all this shit. And I don't know. I just kind of remember that. But again, this was back in 2000, so this was 20 fucking years ago. <laughs> yeah, I do remember those days, too. You kind of remember that? Like, it was like porn sites were just kind of like, it's not. I'm not saying Anna Kornikova did porn, but it was oh, just yeah. like they were kind of exploiting her, being like, oh, we've got a shot of Anna Kornikova at this angle playing tennis. tennis yeah, yeah, it was like that shit. Yeah. And yeah. My, my dumbass was like, what? <laughs> Check it out. Had it on your wall and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I was like one of those kids who was like, oh, I need a credit card number. I'll just try and make one up and see if it works. Well, it makes more sense now, knowing why that was in there, that it was a cameo for Anna Kornikova, because at first I was just like, what the fuck is, what was the point of that? Well, cause that's the <laughs> joke, because it's Anna Kornikova. Yeah, I get it now. And she's with an old fat guy. Yeah, I just thought it was a hot chick with an old fat guy, but I was like, that joke didn't need to be in there, but if it's Anna Kornikova, it is. I'm sure in 2000, everyone was like, oh, shit, that's Anna Kornikova. Nowadays, yeah. you know, you never really hear about it. If it makes you feel better, Keenan, I've seen this movie eight or nine times, and I didn't know that till this viewing. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. That does make me feel better. Um, And then pretty much, and I've said pretty much everything, all the rest of these notes. So uh, the last thing I'll finish with is I, I don't think that the fake chin ages in HD, but if I saw it in standard D, you know. Fucking A, man. It might be good. Sure. Yeah. And honestly, the close-ups looked worse than like the... Like, in yeah, yeah. The when close-ups, was, like when they first were showing it, and he was showing it off. He's like, that, "Oh, hey, daddy, you could blow your nose and wipe your ass at the same time." Yeah. But then when it got, he's got a butthole on his chin. Yeah, but then when it, when it cuts to when he's like saying goodbye to Renee Zellweger, sort of, uh, it, it looks better because it's further away. Like you can tell yeah, it's a prosthetic. I, I should say, especially when it's zoomed in. Yeah, the yeah, close-ups, yeah. The close-ups look don't good. look good. That 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 makeup didn't From age a distance, well. It was good. All right, yeah. I guess those are my notes. Uh, I gave a bunch of mine, but I have some other ones, too. Oh, so I have I actually have a great idea I want to pitch to you. Okay. So um, the Farrelly universe, right? So they have so many of these movies, like Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, this movie. Um, the other movies that we said, The Heartbreak. No, 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 but, but I especially want to focus on the two movies, Kingpin and Dumb and Dumber. So let's say it, these both take place in the Farrelly universe. I want to get... Woody Harrelson from Kingpin, Randy Quaid from Kingpin, 
I want to I want to have Jim Carrey play two characters, Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber, and then both characters from this movie, and then bring Jeff Daniels in from Dumb and Dumber, and let's have like a Farrelly Brothers universe, like like Avengers film. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't I don't have a plot. I don't know what happens, but I think it's going to be funny. Yeah, I mean, it's I, a very I could see it being funny. It's a big bold idea. If if it would have happened back then, I could have signed on on it. But now that they're old, yeah. because that's another thing with the Dumb and Dumber sequel is like it was it was too late, and they just look too old now. You know, yeah. It's not that they look too old. It was just that it's clearly been movies, thirty years. Movies were it was movies were just different back then, yeah. just stylistically, and that type of movie doesn't work today. Yeah. So when they're trying, I haven't to, seen the sequel. So. It's not good. Yeah, I mean, it's it has funny points. It's nothing, not even close to the first one. The first one is fucking comic gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, one, the first, my first thought I had was they say at the beginning he's an 18-year veteran of the police, of the, or what is it, Rhode Island Highway Patrol. He's like 35. So, well, if he's 36, maybe he, he signed on when he was 18. You can do that? I don't know. I don't, yeah, you, can be, you can do that? Graduate from high school, join the police force. Right. That, that's a problem. I'll if, ask Sam about that. She's from Rhode Island. Please ask her about yeah. that. I, who knows what they fucking do up there in Rhode Island? They're probably making, you know, fucking. And I'm nitpicking. Probably making goats the mayor of their town and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. We're, we're from fucking Rhode Island. We're a small state. If you're 18, uh, fuck it. Join the thing. They're not Boston, man. No, they're, they're close, though. No one had a Boston accent in this movie. That's true, but I, I mean, fucking, it wasn't like. A very they're the the smallest the movie. smallest big the smallest big little state I don't know whatever they say yeah they get that accent trust me on that uh so at the beginning when he's you know kind of getting into it with which we haven't talked about yet which we need to the little person who's driving the limousine the guy from uh, Bad Santa yeah 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 he's the elf from Bad Santa yeah fuck I love that movie yeah had he- is he always carrying so like he didn't expect just in the movie. His character, did, does he always expect an altercation with someone? Does he always carry nunchucks in his back left pocket? Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. And the other thing is, if he's just doing a sociological experiment... Why is he carrying nunchucks? That, and then also, why is he fucking just jumping to conclusions right away? Like, I don't know. It's like, very he, not sociological yeah, experimental. It, exactly. And yeah, he you should have sp- just been like, all right, well, this guy asks if people, if, I guess limo drivers uh get tipped or whatever but instead no no no, no. he said hey do you people take a check i know but he meant limo drivers that's no he he meant the company yeah or whatever yeah and then he went from you people to black people to little people yeah yeah taking his wife fucking leaving his illegitimate children because because he was a part of uh, mensa mensa Mensa? Mensa? i don't don't know. know what that is i don't either he, it was capitalized in the uh i know all all i think it's an acronym it's got to be an acronym yeah uh, well, M E N S A. It probably stands for Massachusetts Engineering oh, yeah. NASA Science Autopsy. Uh, yeah, I like it. I'm Aeronautics. Go Aeronautics. Aeronautics. Let's go with Aeronautics. that. Yeah. I lost on the A. That's the, what she said. The first quote I have written down is and this is that douchebag that I don't know why Charlie thinks is his friend. These kids' dicks are bigger than those sausages. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Charlie, you ever notice your kids have uh, year round tan? Yeah, fuck you, Finneran. Yeah, what are you doing, man? Just leave him be. Your mustache looks fake as shit. And the kid, lo- the, he loves his kids. He it, loves his kids. It, leave him, fu- leave him the fuck alone. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Finneran, did you notice? Fuck off. So to that point, why would uh, Layla and uh, Shantae leave 
their literal kids with Charlie. Like she's leaving him and clearly they are it's their kids. Why would she leave their kids with him? I uh, don't get me wrong, he's a great father. Yeah, maybe she thought she was doing him a favor, you know. He's like, I- hey, I'll leave him the not kids. Not only am I leaving you, I'll leave you the kids. But I'm leaving you the triplets that I had that I became impregnated with during an affair that I had yeah. during our marriage. Right, like pretty much on their wedding night, it seems like. Or shortly yeah, thereafter. Yeah, nine months, three yeah. months after the wedding night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, you know, uh, three men and a baby. Or three babies and a man. That's a, yeah, that's... <laughs> that's, uh, that's not... Was it, my three kids should be called my one dad. <laughs> Is that Mitch Hedberg? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah. well, I was watching my three kids, and I was like, what if this was called my one dad? <laughs> uh, so, if... There was um, that woman and uh, the limousine driver having children. What are the odds that they had triplets and none of them would be a little person? I don't know. You're gonna have to ask the lawyers and the politicians on that. No, I'm thinking like doctors and geneticists. Well, them too. You know, smarter people than me, though. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. There's probably a pundit square that would show you that, but I don't even know if it's called a pundit square anymore. So. Oh, did you ever? Okay, so this is something I know is it's a little meta, but I think that the Farrelly brothers did on purpose. Did you ever notice that Hank is is the only? Sorry, are you fairly certain they I'm, did that on purpose? Uh, I'm trying. I'm forcing it because I said Farrelly my whole life. So I'm saying Farrelly. Okay. So Hank is the only character in the entire film that hums to the soundtrack that's going on in the background or whistles. I did not notice that. Yeah, so he'll whistle to the song that's playing in the background. I think it's, is it? A, that's pretty good. I don't know if it's a way of them breaking the fourth wall or if it's like a weird meta way of them saying like Hank is aware that this is a film and like this is music going on in the background. I think it's probably a meta thing, you know? Yeah, because he's the only character in the entire film that whistles to or hums or whistles to whatever song is playing in the background. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. I didn't notice that. Now I, fuck, now I got to go home and watch it again. Yeah, it, I, I was just like, whoa. Why would he be whistling to what's playing in the back? He's it's like he's he's aware of it. It's I don't know, it's very strange. Yeah, that's gonna be in my back pocket for the next time I watch it. I'm not really gonna watch it tonight, but I'm uh, sure I'll watch it again. I also find it fairly unbelievable that Charlie left some of the most important like two of the most important things. He, sorry, when they're leaving his hotel room after they he left yeah. his medicine and his gun and his uniform? Like he's yeah. not like, hey bitch. Give me five fucking minutes so I can get important things to bring. But then again, I understand the medicine part because that kind of is what unfolds the entire plot. Yeah, that's that was needed to it, it was, unfold the but entire he, plot. His yeah. gun, man. I mean, come on, man. What what kind of a cop forgets his gun in a hotel room? You get yeah. a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. That that part didn't bother me. I was so, too focused on the Coke machine and him pressing the yellow button. <laughs> yeah. That that's what really stuck in my craw. <laughs> so the the next funny. The, for the first line I love that Hank says, or at least the first one I wrote down, is when they're going uh, to meet Agent Beauchene when Charlie thinks like he's going to be an ally and going to help them out. And then they get into that scuffle, and, and uh, he gets knocked out by Renee Zellweger, and he starts searching him, and he finds his cigarettes, and he goes, score. <laughs> it, it, it's like yeah. his cowboy killers, his Marlboro Reds. Oh, fucking, yeah. Marlboro Reds, man. Oh. I, I knew this was going to happen. Hey, hey, stop calling me. They calling me. Oh, my mom just keep calling me. I, I silence my phone. I didn't think it'd come through the computer. Rob, you got to run the showers when you run the water. Yeah, no. I mean, that's probably what it is. <laughs> that was the call. Rob, did you turn your AC down? It's going to be very cool tonight. <laughs> you can open the windows, Rob. You can save a lot of money if you just turn your AC off. 
anyway. <laughs> she sounds nothing like that. No, she doesn't. That's what she sounds like to me. It, it's also strange to me how they have no money throughout the entire film, yet they get all of these medical procedures done. Other than, I understand the chin thing. Whitey front Whitey, him. yeah. Whitey paid they for the They went to the hospital thing. two other times. Well, he walked out with a colostomy bag in one of them. <laughs> it's a movie. Okay. I, I don't right. know. That's fair. Maybe Renee Zellweger found some money in a deleted scene. The 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 uh, the, the one line that I love that's a, a joke for me, he's like, you know how Hank starts calling the albino friend Milky? And then that's how Charlie is introduced to him as Milky. And they're, yeah. si- they're sitting like, hey, we can't very well call you Milky. What's your actual name? He goes, Casper. But my friends call me Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> and what was up with his, like, fucking diamond that's, that's monocle real. thing? That's real. So part of the reason why he was cast, because those glasses and that thing, he actually wore that. That was real. Really? He wore that. I don't know why. That helps him see better, huh? I don't know. Maybe he was a, uh, uh, what do you call it, the, a diamond guy. <laughs> a gemologist. I don't know. Gemologist. I'm a gemologist, bro. Uh, about like corner. a Jersey Shore guy. Oh, uh, this is funny. So at the end, when they're on the train, uh, when Dickie comes in and Renell Zellweger. Renell Zellweger. We can't say that fucking name. Renee Zellweger knocks him. five times fast. Renee Zellweger. Renee I can't. I can't. I couldn't do it twice. Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. So when Renee Zellweger knocks out Dickie with a dildo, she knocked out Dickie with a dildo. That's objectively funny. That's meta, dude. I didn't even. I mean, I noticed that she knocked him out with a dildo, but I didn't put out. I mean, first of all, you'd never knock out someone with a dildo. No, but it cut. I did almost write down that the first time they get in a fight with Chris Cooper, uh, it's when Jim Carrey does his fucking little weird ass shit. He, that does, he does that several times. I know, but he get he gets knocked down and she knocks out Chris Cooper with the helmet, and then it comes back around. He gets knocked down by Dickie, and then she knocks him out. It was like the exact same. thing. No, because so that's kind of part of um, why Hank it doesn't is not good at fighting because Hank is essentially. A it's sub-personality really Charlie. of Charlie. Right. And Charlie doesn't know how to fight, so it makes sense while Hank is aggressive and would want to fight people, he'd have no knowledge of how to. That's true. He's just doing all his best. Yeah, he's just, he's like, oh, I want to fight, but I have no idea how because, like, the you know, the primary conscience is Charlie. So he doesn't know how to fight. The primary conscience is me. Oh, we talked about physical comedy. That's good. The primary w- conscience, it sounds like a wicked band name. Kind of. Well, I, not, not like a wicked band, but like a maybe maybe like an alternative like, band, like a band something. of witches, like Dashboard Confessioner, Confessional, Dashboard <laughs> Confessioner, <laughs> or, and you know, it, Dashboard Confessional and Primary Conscience. I think Renell Zellweger is the lead singer yeah, of Dashboard no Confessioner. <laughs> Dashboard Confessioner. Oh shit. Anyway, the last thing I have is I'm not really sure this movie portrays an accurate recovery from multiple personality disorder. Like, you know, at the end where he's like, oh, heard you went to the doctor, Charlie. What they say is like, clean bill of health. Yeah, I'm good to go. It's like, no, no, no. Dude, that's not how multiple personality disorder works. You don't just confront your leg on a bridge. Here's here's where I'm going to allow it, though. Because there's when he breaks down as Hank and he's like, you know, she left him. She left him. There's nothing I can do. He's really breaking yeah, down as like, himself. So if you're a big part of the personality, then she left you, too. Right. And. The only way I, I I don't know how you heal from mer- multiple personality, but it seems like I don't either. Saying, I know it requires more than just that. Yeah, but it seems like his stemmed from the fact that he lost whatever his first wife's name was, and so Layla. 
maybe like getting, the tune. Maybe getting with Renee Zellweger brought it all back together for him, so he could have his his shit back together. You know? That's interesting. Well, and also part of but, it was, but he that, came back before he ever met Renee Zellweger. I mean. No, when he comes back to being just himself, clean bill of health. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's how he got his clean oh, bill of comes health. Full, uh, comes full yeah. circle. And I get what Hank you're also says he lost his part of me talking shit whenever she left, and he gets that back on the bridge, too. So it's like he gets a woman back. He's confronted somebody as Charlie, because she's even like, Hank, and he's like, it's Charlie here. And she's like, oh, well, maybe you should go get back up then. So I think that's that's him as Charlie, like, so from a plot that back. from a plot and story perspective, I I do understand how that kind of brings everything full circle and kind of ties it up. Um, I don't think medically that's how you heal no, your heal no, yourself no, no. from that. But but. From a psychiatric perspective, that's not how it works. But just for the for sake the of story, the movie, yeah. yeah, I okay, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. That makes sense. All right, do you know what time it is? It's time for tipsy trivia. Oh, that was a good time in there. I'm getting it. I'm starting to get it. This is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions from the film. If Keenan gets three of the five correct, I have to shotgun and he doesn't. However, if he gets less than three of the five correct, he has to shotgun and I don't. But inevitably, we will all end up shotgunning. Do you have have two? I got two bushes that have been sitting out. Oh, man, it's the 70s, baby. I'm about to eat a bush. (laughs) Oh, snap. Here we go. All uh, right, so we'll start with number one. Numer, Eins. Which side character from Dumb and Dumber reprised his role in this film? And if you weren't paying attention, it was hard to catch. Oh, damn. Uh, I'll say Seabass. It was Seabass at the very end. It's Trooper Seabass. That's the only side character that, that that was the first one to come to my That's mind. That's why it wasn't multiple choice. Yeah, yeah, Seabass. It was either him or the wheelchair kid that I always thought was Haley Joel Osment. Who turned out to be an FBI agent at the end? No, no. I, oh, yeah, in Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, yeah. So Dumb I, Dumber. I thought, I thought you were talking about this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a – the guy in the FBI at the end was in a wheelchair. The little kid? Well, no, it wasn't a little kid, but he could have grown up – I don't know. It, there was – there the only guy in the wheelchair in this movie <laughs> was the FBI agent at the end. Yeah, no, I, I'm just, I was thinking of side characters from Dumb and Dumber. There was a side character, the little kid from Dumb and Dumbers, the guy who gets his bird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, 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 anyway. Number two. <laughs> Got it right. Kick his ass, Seabass. Yeah. Number two. Seabass said that? (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Jim Carrey and Renee Zellweger dated during the making of this movie. All right. That sounds just like a fact that you read. It's a a question. True or false? Yeah. Well, you didn't say true or false, man. You just said number two. Jim Carrey. (laughs) My fault. True or false? I'll say true. I'm going to say true. It is true. Based on that. (laughs) Number three. Another true or false. This movie takes place in the same universe as Dumb and Dumber. I'm going to say false because you said you hope it happens. <laughs> it is false. They're just both set in Rhode Island. That's like a Farrelly oh, okay. Brothers thing. Are they from there? No, but a lot of their movies are just set in Rhode Island. You said Stuck on You, too. That's from fucking... That's it is. It's Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Yeah. It's, huh. a, it's a Farrelly Brothers directorial trait. It's a Farrelly Brothers. Farrelly. <laughs> did I say Farrelly? You did, but... Ah, it? fuck, man. It's a tough... It tough. sounds like a good Italian uh, bakery or something. Yeah, it does. Forelli Brothers. Under, uh, under, uh, sorry, over under four and a half, how many, number four, over under four and a half, how many Oscar nominees are in this movie? Well, you said what's his name? <laughs> I don't even know who I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just going to say over. I'll say over. 
under. There were only four. Richard Jenkins, Robert Forrester, Renee Zellweger, and Chris Cooper. Okay. Okay. Robert Forrester should have known that from last week. Yeah, we said he got one. Yeah. Right, right. Because uh, Jackie Brown came out, what did I say, 97? 97, yeah. So about three years before this. Yeah, good year for the Chiefs. We finished 13-3 and three that season. Better year last year. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Up until last that year, was that was a, one of my That was a Christian Okoye year. No, that was uh, Marcus Allen. Oh, fuck, you're right. 97, I think it was last year with Marcus Allen. It was the year that Gerbach went down and Rich uh, Gannon the, yeah, led us to Gannon. like it. Yeah. And everyone's then, pissed off. Yeah, But then they put Gerbach in in the playoffs and Should've we lost to Gannon. Denver. Yeah. Should have stuck with Gannon. It's the oil slick game. Fuck the Denver Broncos, dude. You know what I hate them. Yeah. They're up there in mile high like they're all cool. They're all a mile high. Fucking losers, stoners. Fuck them. Yeah. Number five, what other movie stars Jim Carrey playing two vastly different versions of his character's personality? Let me re-say that again. <laughs> what other movie stars Jim Carrey playing two vastly different version of versions of his character's personality? It's easier than you think. Oh, the number 23? No. I'll give you another guess. He kind of plays... Uh, it's, not, it's not that movie. Ace Ventura? No. What? I don't know. But... The mask. Oh, yeah, the mask. The mask. Yeah. It's, it's, it's essentially kind of the same same theme, right? So the mask yeah, accentuates yeah. uh, character traits that Stanley doesn't bring out in that movie. And so I haven't hang. seen that movie since I was a kid. Saw it a thousand times as a kid. It's a great movie. But I haven't seen it. I should watch that again. Cameron Diaz. Choice. Yeah, I think that's her first movie. It's not. Are you sure? Yes. Because right. I've researched this before. I can't remember <laughs> her actual. Oh, no, dude. Dude. I saw this the other day on the internet. Not intentionally. There's like some old ass <laughs> footage of her before she was famous where she's like got her titties out like at the strip bar. Oh, not intentionally. No, definitely intentionally. No, I'm saying you didn't see this footage intentionally. Well, I wasn't searching for Cameron Diaz. <laughs> but it popped up, huh? Yeah. So there's some pre pre famous footage of her, her hooters out there? Hundred percent. Oh man, that's crazy. She's at like a club or something. It's before she did. Uh, before she was a actress. Oh, huh, that's yeah. crazy. Anyways, uh, I should. Uh, I guess you have your keys. Should we do it? <laughs> I guess we should do it. We shall. We shall shotgun beers. There you go. It's supposed to be like Gandalf. We should make a drop for that. Did you get the Did you get the reference when I did it though? I did. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I got the reference. Shout out to uh, the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall and uh, Jason Seagal or whatever. Seagal. 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 Like the bird? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not like Steven Seagal. Well, shout out to Jason Seagal for uh, when he does it in that movie. Oh, it's just it, yeah, that's right. Makeup. She's like, what have you been doing for seven days? That's you like how shall not. Be. Fucking eating cereal out of the biggest bowl in the world. What? What? <laughs> Little bitch. I still almost beat you. I know. I, I don't drink fast. I don't drink fast. Yeah, let me throw this away. Across 110th Street. Yeah, there's still a little bit in there. Fuck it. What's up, camera people? What's up, camera world? Welcome to MTV's Real World 1996. Remember when, do they still do the real world? Oh, no, man. I don't think so. Who even knows, is MTV even still a channel? I mean, it's a channel. It doesn't show music videos. I don't know what brought that to my mind, but. I don't either. 
we should buy MTV and change it to moshing television. Just show a bunch of mosh bits on it all the time. It's a stupid idea. Yeah, well. All right, Rotten Tomatoes over under. Oh, no, Drinking Buddies. Sorry. Oh, drinking Buddies. Oh, pardon me. All right, uh, this is the portion of the podcast where we, did, we choose a character, not an actor, a character from the film that we would uh, enjoy getting shit-faced, drunk, uncontrollably shy with. Keenan, who is your drinking buddy in this film? Scooter. Scooter. Sorry? Scooter, sorry. Scooter. I had a little... Hello, Oscar. Scooter, Anna Kornikova's boyfriend. I'm gonna hang out at the hotel with him. Why? Scooter doesn't. He's got a funny wink. It's a funny part in the movie. I'm drinking with Scooter, and you can fuck right off. All right, I'm gonna go with Hank. Are you gonna go with Hank, not Charlie? Yeah. I guess Charlie doesn't really drink. Charlie would suck as a drinking buddy. I feel like Hank would suck I... as a drinking buddy too. No, Hank That's would be a liability, Hank, man. No, we'd be doing debauchery. You know, I it's, I'm either going with Hank or actually that makes sense. Rage and Robin, Hank, yeah. out there hanging out. Nah, yeah, right. we both yeah. be going. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. That would actually, I would that that should be the sequel to this. Forget your Fairly Brothers universe. Do the uh, Rage and Robin fucking Hank movie. It, it's either Hank or it's uh it's the limo driver. The limo driver is he's random too. You said he'd be eating blubber. Oh, she'll be eating blubber just as soon as I free Willie. <laughs> that's a pretty funny line. Uh, I'll that's, give you that. That's a good line. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes over under. I'm going to set the critics at a 48%. Critics? Critics. Over. Under 47%. Son of a gun. I'm going to set the audience at a 59%. Over. Under 57. I was surprised. Really? Yeah. I thought this movie was better than that. Well, isn't the IMDb like 7.6 or some shit? 6.6. 6.6. Okay. That makes more sense. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah 6.6 that's, that's, is pretty good. I, I think that's that's accurate. Probably about where I would put it. Yeah. It, it's it's an above average comedy. Yeah. I mean, it made me laugh out loud a couple times. And I will say going into this, I it was made not- you, It made you lull. Did it make you ruffle? I never ruffled. I'll never, I never lamed, lamaled. Well, you have to you have to save the Lamad for very specific occasions. Yeah, you only have one ass. What happens That's if right. it falls off? Who knows? You can roll on the floor fucking laughing all you want. Yeah, yeah. Raffle. You can laugh out loud all you want, but if you're laughing your ass off, that's that's serious. You remember when people would do like uh raffle lol? Like rolling on the floor laughing out loud, or they would do like lol raffle, like L O L R O F L, like all together. Yeah, that's that seems um extreme, uh, man. Yeah. It seems gratuitous with just one. Just use one. I feel like that's too much. Yeah, well, that's when I started going with just ha-ha. I'm a ha-ha guy. Uh, Unless I don't actually think it's funny, but I don't know what else to say. Then it's just a ha. I more go with the emojis now because you've got the ha-ha you got emoji. you got the yeah. raffle emoji. There's no lamufo emoji, but. Yeah, but ha-ha is like my filler for like LOL. Haha ha is just my filler. Yeah, I guess I could do that with the emoji too, but, but it's, if you think about it, it's just the same. Like it's just one extra letter. Why just just type LOL? Well, back in the day, haha ha was how you separated yourself from the LOL folks. You know, we were the sophisticated ones. We can take the time. You were the ones that were straying away letter. from the trends. Yeah, but I was always kind of jealous of the LOL, 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 LOL. That always looked fun. You know. Yeah, that just took too much effort take way too much too effort. many o's and l's oh well it's, it, it, it gets your point across and it's three characters yeah well lol hopefully you guys lolled at me on this one i lol at you every day yeah 
Anyway, we got anything else? No, I think that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz crew. Keenan, Real Buzz 2. Oh, thank you. Yes, we are the Real Buzz 2. Keenan, take us out. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to get a skadoosh for that. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. G2G, man, got to go. Oh, thank you.